on this episode, Chasing Women and Raw Carnivore. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am Steven Mathis, and you are awesome for listening. Thanks for being here. I'm sure you're also awesome for lots of other reasons, but I do appreciate you listening and being a part of the tribe. Today on the show, we're going to talk about chasing women and an update and some more info on my raw carnivore experiment. Before we do that, a couple quick reminders. First of all, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. This show is all about helping us kick ass as men together. We talk about fitness and nutrition and hormones and sex and mind and habits and emotions and all the things that we need to solidify from the inside out so that we can be the best men we can be and create the life that we want to create. So welcome. Thanks for checking out the show. Make sure and hit the follow or subscribe button and hit that bell icon if you're in Spotify so you get notifications. And also, I'm here to help you. So if you have questions or feedback or if you'd like to set up a free clarity call with me or talk about one-on-one coaching, you can hit me up uh, via a number of channels. You can find those in the show notes. So let's talk about chasing women. The bottom line is this. Stop. Stop chasing women. And hang with me because I don't mean to stop dating. I don't mean that pursuing a relationship and love and a partner in life is not a valuable and awesome thing because it absolutely is. What I mean is that I think a lot of guys go about this very, very wrong. So many guys are in this sort of active uh, active pursuit of chasing women, right? And I use that term specifically because I think that's really kind of what it looks like. And the way that that plays out is it plays out in this sort of hyper focus on, you know, dating apps and trying to get laid and all of these things. And the way that it works much, much better is instead of chasing women, work on building yourself and the right person, the right connection will happen when it's meant to. See, when you get in this chasing women mode, a few things happen. One of those is that it sort of gets in the way of the magic of the universe. I really believe that we meet the people that we are meant to meet when we are meant to meet them. And not all of those people stay in our life. Sometimes we are meant to date someone for a month and we're meant to learn particular lessons from that. And sometimes we meet somebody that we're meant to be with for the rest of our lives. But when we sort of try to force this, and I think dating apps and that kind of community has made this a bigger problem, but when guys try to force this and and turn it into this sort of chasing women, I gotta find a girl, find a girlfriend kind of approach and attitude, it not only gets in the way of the magic of the universe, but it gets in the way often of something much more important, which is building you. See, here's what I would suggest instead of chasing women. Work on building yourself. Work on becoming a better man so that when you meet the right person, you will be ready. You'll be ready in all the ways. So instead of focusing on chasing women, build yourself. And what I mean by that is a lot of the things that we talk about, right? Get off of porn, improve your sexual health, improve your physical health, improve your mental health, 
build your business and your finances. Get ready in all the ways that you can so that when you meet the right person, you are ready and you can show up in the best possible way to that relationship. And what I would suggest is possibly the most important way that you can work on building yourself is getting in touch with your purpose. You have a purpose here and your purpose is not just to work at a job that you hate so you can pay bills so you can eventually retire and die, right? You have a purpose here on this planet. And I think for most of us, or maybe all of us, that purpose revolves around somehow impacting other people. And I don't mean that that means that you need to have a podcast or have, you know, impact a million people. Sometimes that means impacting the right one or two or three people in a big way. But it means impacting other people because that's what life is really about. And I can tell you that from the women that I have gone on dates with in the past and from discussions that I've had with uh, women that I'm friends with and what I have heard relayed from discussions that they have with their friends, one of the most important things that most women are looking for is guys who have a purpose, a purpose in life. That is what a lot of women are very, very attracted to, having a purpose. And not only is that what women are attracted to, but that is what will bring you the most fulfillment in life. So instead of being in this chasing mode, let go a little bit, work on building yourself. Now you want to stay open. So if you meet somebody at the grocery store or a restaurant or the gym or wherever, have those conversations, right? Start that conversation, introduce yourself, ask women out as it happens naturally, but get out of this mode of trying to force it. Now, I will add that when you do meet somebody that you are interested in, pursue her, make her feel wanted and desired, right? This doesn't mean to, to step back and sort of uh, be, get in this passive mode when you are dating somebody, somebody, what it means is to stop trying to force dating somebody to begin with. Let that part happen naturally. Then when you find somebody that you're interested in, who seems to be interested in you as well, pursue her, make her feel desired and wanted and, and move that relationship along in an intentional and mindful way. Now, one of the things that you might be thinking about is, oh, but I want to have sex. How, how can I survive without having sex? I need to find a woman to have sex with. Well, one of the most important things that we talk about on this show a number of times and lots of times over the past few years is developing a healthy, thriving solo sex life that is moving away from porn, that is moving into semen retention and retaining that energy so that you can put that into building yourself in all the other ways. So when you... When you develop a healthy, thriving solo sex life, that, that puts you back in control. It puts you in a place where you can be patient. It puts you in a place where you can allow the magic of the universe to happen. Instead of feeling this strong desire that you got to go out and get laid, right? So I can promise you that you will meet the right person when you are meant to. And it is most likely to happen when you are ready and when you have been working on building yourself, that will attract the right person to you. 
See, what you seek is seeking you in life, not just in dating, but in life in general. The things that we seek, they are seeking us. So instead of trying to go out and force that, allow it to happen. Allow that attraction to come. Allow those natural connections to happen. And in the meantime, build yourself. Improve yourself. Imagine this scenario. Imagine meeting what you would consider the woman of your dreams and she's actually interested, right? And it feels amazing and you're so excited. But then you realize or she realizes that you're hugely addicted to porn, that your sexual energy is uh, in the gutter because you've drained it all, that you're out of shape, that you have no purpose. How do you think you're going to feel if you meet that person and you're in that place? That would feel really shitty, right? So we don't want that to happen. So get out of this chasing mode, work on yourself, build yourself and have faith that you will meet the right person. Stay open, start conversations, but get out of this trying to force it mode. And I promise you it will work out so much better in the long run. It really, really will. So let's talk about raw carnivore. As some of you may know, if you've, uh, for you guys who listen to the show on a regular basis, with, which by the way, a huge shout out to those of you guys who have been listening uh, for, a, uh, for a while or going all the way back to the beginning of the show. I spoke with uh, somebody this past weekend who this is the first time we spoke and he's been listening to the show all the way back to the beginning, which was the fall of 2019. So two and a half years or so. And I know that there's a lot of you guys out there who have been listening to the show for a while. So I really, really appreciate you. And if you have been listening to the show for a while, you might know that a few months ago, I started a raw animal-based diet. So I had been, uh, throughout my life, I've eaten in various ways, including really, really shitty, which is a whole nother story back in the day. But more recently, uh, for the uh, through uh, about, let's see, it's been, it was uh, beginning of October, uh, no, beginning of November. So prior to that, for the majority of last year, I was primarily vegetarian. I was eating eggs, uh, so it wasn't strictly vegetarian, I guess. Um, but I wasn't really eating meat. I had sort of done some, you know, kind of testing on and off. And I was, and I just, I wasn't sure, but I had kind of found settled into this mostly vegetarian kind of way of eating. And I felt like I felt pretty good, right? I mean, I was, I was training hard, felt strong for the most part, felt pretty good, but I'm always testing. So I had seen a few different people and seen enough kind of evidence that I was intrigued with this idea of looking at meat again. And uh, about, it's been about, I guess, almost four months. So about the beginning of November, I started, I tried raw meat for the first time. And I've never eaten raw meat before. And the raw part is kind of another aspect to that. A lot of people that eat in this style that I'm going to talk about uh, don't necessarily do it raw, but I had heard uh, some good things about that, some feedback from, from some people and seen enough evidence that I was curious to try it. So one day I was in a fasted state. I figured I'm going to have a nice empty stomach and I'm going to try this and I'm going to see how it makes me feel. So I did and tried a little bit at first, tried a little bit of a raw steak 
and felt pretty good in the immediate aftermath. I felt pretty good. So in the you know half hour to two hours after doing that, I felt pretty good and kind of ramped it up over the course of the next day or two, two or three and continue to feel pretty good. And after that, or since then, I have really found my way into uh, a style of eating that is different than what I had done before, uh, but has been extremely powerful and beneficial for me. And that is basically a raw animal-based diet. And I'll explain what I mean by animal-based, but it's been a it's been a huge shift. It's been really powerful for me. Sometimes, you know, something that I talk to to guys about occasionally is we're very adaptable creatures. And so sometimes we adapt to circumstances that are less than ideal. And we just sort of look at that as the way that it is. And we don't necessarily see that things could be different. And although I felt like I felt pretty good prior to this, when I started eating this way, I started feeling so much better. And I realized how much better I felt and therefore how much that was actually improved from the way that I had felt before. And it was really, really powerful. And it was enough that it caused me to stick with it. So I've been doing this for about the last four months or so, and I'm feeling fantastic. I'm stronger than I've ever been. Uh, I recover extremely quickly. I train hard every day with just the occasional uh, sort of active rest day. But for the most part, I train hard every day, basically recovered by the next day, ready to get after it. My mental health has actually been better. Again, I didn't think that that was bad per se uh, prior to this. I overall felt pretty good. But once I started eating this way, my mental clarity got better. My emotions felt more centered. I felt more grounded. It's been really, really positive. So both in my body, in my mind, uh, in my hormones and the way that that plays out. So you guys probably know that some of the things that I talk about in terms of gauges that we pay attention to, like your hormonal funk and morning wood and all of these things, all actually improved. And again, they weren't quote bad before that, but I experienced notable improvements in my mental health and my physical health and my sexual health once I started eating this way. So it has been enough of a change and a beneficial change that I have stuck with it consistently uh, for the last about four months or so. And I have no plans to change anytime soon. I am always on a path of learning and testing and growing. So it's I'm not saying that this is absolutely the way I am going to eat for the rest of my life, but I have no plans to change it anytime soon and I'm feeling great. So let me tell you exactly what I'm eating and what that kind of looks like. And then, by the way, I wanna take a moment and just let you know, if you are curious about this idea of eating a more animal-based diet, I would highly recommend you check out the book, The Carnivore Code by Paul Saladino, it is very, very good. One of the things that you will learn if you listen to that book is that plants have defense chemicals. See, animals animals can defend themselves by running away and getting the hell out of there, right? Or they can bite or kick. They can physically defend themselves. Plants cannot do that. So over the millennia, plants, they don't want to get eaten just like animals don't want to get eaten, right? They want to survive. All life wants to continue living and it finds ways to try to protect itself. And the ways that plants uh, have found to protect themselves is through 
basically chemicals through defense chemicals. So these are compounds that are found in plants. And these chemicals ward off kind of uh, would-be eaters of those plants because they cause reactions both in, in animals and in humans. See, if you read that book, you will learn that there are many, many, many defense chemicals in every plant. Every plant has defense chemicals. Most plants have many. For example, cabbage, which seems like a fairly benign uh, example, has 42 different uh, defense chemicals that are toxins that are on some level toxic to the human body. And these defense chemicals cause a number of things to happen depending on how the individual responds, depending on the quantity that is consumed, depending on the actual thing that is consumed, but they cause potentially negative reactions, including inflammation, including issues in our endocrine system, which is basically our hormonal system, right? So it, it causes a number of issues and that, that issue with inflammation, inflammation is at the root of all disease essentially. And inflammation not only causes things that you would think would be associated with that, like, you know, sore joints and things like that, but it also causes skin problems, causes brain fog and mental health issues because of inflammation in the brain. So again, if you read that book, there's a lot more science that does a, a much, uh, a deep dive on this that is way beyond what we're going to go into here. But, you know, I, a while back, uh, let's say a couple years back, I was eating a ton of vegetables. My meal often consisted of a giant salad with a ton of different chopped up vegetables. So this is something that has challenged my previous belief systems and it will probably challenge your belief systems as well. But when you look into the scientific details of how these defense compounds affect human bodies, they're not good. So I found my way to actually starting this diet before I ever found that book. And then I found the book and I started diving into more of the science because I initially started with just how I felt, right? It was enough evidence for me watching other people and sort of hearing some anecdotal reports and seeing people that it was enough evidence for me to try it. Cause that's what I do. I try stuff, right? So after I tried it and was feeling pretty good, then I started seeing more and more and connecting with more and more people who were sort of eating this way. And then I found that book and learned a lot more about it. And I very much believe at this moment in time that most, if not all of us, should be eating a primarily animal-based diet because animal foods, not only do they not have those defense chemicals that plant foods have, uh, but they are also far more nutrient-dense and there are nutrients that are much more bioavailable to our body. So it's something that I would recommend that you at least look into, at least look into it, read the book, right? No, no harm can come from reading the book. So it's something worth looking into. Here's the way that my uh, fuel looks right now. I'm basically eating a combination of fruit, meat, and organs. And I say fruit, now I've just been talking about plant foods having defense chemicals. Fruit, is sort of the one exception. They are not completely free of those defense compounds, but they have far, far less. And the reason for that is if you think about the function of fruit, the plant basically wants that fruit to drop to the ground 
and do its thing to create a new plant, right? So it's essentially meant to be consumed. So because of that, it has much fruit, the, the fruit part of plants has uh, have far fewer of these defense compounds. So fruit is actually fantastic, might be the world's perfect food. Uh, it's definitely up there and fruit is amazing, but I'm eating this combination of fruit and meat and organs. And as I said, I'm eating it raw. Now in, uh, in that book, The Carnivore Code, it's not necessarily specific to raw, but if you start to look around online and do some research, you will start to find that there are actually quite a few people uh, eating animal foods raw and the sort of programming that we get from society, at least that I have gotten in my uh, previous 40 years or so, would tell us that we're going to die if we eat raw, raw uh, meat, right? I have found that to definitely not be the case. I feel fantastic. Uh, one of the differences that I have found with raw meat is that it digests way easier. So when I would eat cooked meat, and this is some, this was one of the reasons that I had sort of moved away from meat going back to say last year is I found that when I would eat cooked meat, it just, it felt kind of hard to digest for me. Now I know a lot of people eat cooked meat and digest it just fine. For me, it felt a little bit hard to digest. Raw meat on the other hand has been much, much easier to digest. Uh, and it just, it feels fantastic. Now you might be thinking about parasites and bacteria and that's kind of a whole nother discussion. I don't want to go into a ton of details on that. Needless to say, it's not something I'm worried about for a whole bunch of reasons. Uh, you may or may not know that we are in our bodies. We are actually outnumbered 10 to one, uh, by non-human cells to human cells by count, right? So not by volume or weight, but if you were to actually count the cells in our body, we are outnumbered 10 to one non-human cells versus human cells. So what are those? They're viruses, bacteria, fung fungi, right? They're all uh, including parasites, single cell parasites on up. So we have these things in our body already. It's not about avoiding things. It's about balance. It's about balance in our body and fueling our body and taking care of our body in such a way that it can naturally find this state of balance. There's uh, one of the things that kind of came up around the, you know, COVID scamdemic bullshit is uh, the founder or the, not the founder, the creator of the PCR test. One of the things that he said is that you can find anything in anyone. So whether it's E. coli or whatever the hell you want to, you know, E. coli, salmonella, whatever, if you look close enough, you'll find those things in all of us. It's not about avoiding those things. It's about balance. So I have found, and the people that I have followed and connected with who are eating raw have found absolutely no issue with that. Now I'm not necessarily again saying that this is the right choice for you, just giving you an update on what I'm doing. So I've been eating again, primarily fruit and meat and organs. So let me give you a, uh, a typical example of what my a meal might look like for me, let's say a lunch, right? I'll eat uh, some oranges, drink some orange juice, maybe have a mango. I'll have maybe half a pound 
of beef, a lot of times ground beef because it's easiest to chew and digest. So I'll have that ground beef raw. And I'll also have organs. Organs are incredibly powerful. If you have not tried beef liver yet, again, you don't have to do it raw. Uh, in fact, you can even find beef liver crisps and things like that. But beef liver is incredibly powerful. And that's something that more and more people are finding their way to. But again, my lunch looks something like some fruit, which, which I mix up, but it might be oranges, mango, some orange juice, half a pound of ground beef, some liver, some raw bone marrow, which is another fantastic thing, um, and some raw eggs. So maybe five or six raw eggs. And that's kind of a typical lunch for me. The other thing that I've been doing is I've been experimenting more with other organs. So I had some lamb heart for the first time. I've had a few different organs. I've had liver, I've had heart, I've had kidney. I haven't branched out a ton. Obviously there's lots more organs that we can go into, uh, but I think liver and bone marrow are the two prime ones that uh, seem to make uh, the most difference in my body and seem to be the most powerful, but definitely any organ is going to be more nutrient dense than uh, muscle meat. So I tried a lamb liver, or excuse me, lamb heart for the first time yesterday, uh, which was actually really, really good. It was much more like uh, like muscle meat than liver. So liver has a very uh, rather potent taste, which is good because it's incredibly nutrient dense. So there's a reason that it has that potent taste, but it is pretty potent. The lamb heart, on the other hand, was much more like uh, like muscle meat, and it was actually quite good. It was this. It's interesting because it was surrounded in this uh, f fat sack, like this white sack of fat around it, and then kind of the the rest of the heart on the inside. It was very very interesting and uh, and quite good actually. Definitely, like I said, a more a more mild taste that's somewhat more similar to muscle meat. So. That's pretty much what I'm eating, you guys. I mix in a couple of other things. I do have a little bit of bee pollen. I have a little bit of very dark chocolate. Uh, if you listen to that book, The Carnivore Code, or you follow Paul Saladino, he would say that chocolate is bullshit, which it may or may not be. I don't eat a ton of it. I eat it because I really, really like it. And uh, and I just do. I seem to feel pretty, pretty good on it. So that's pretty much what I'm eating. And I eat a very similar thing for dinner as I do for lunch, so it would look very similar. Um, some kind of meat, bone marrow, liver, eggs, and some fruit. And I've been drinking a lot of orange juice. If you look into, uh, if you look into the details of orange juice, orange juice is actually a really powerful superfood. It does a lot of awesome things for our body. So that's pretty much what I've been eating and I've been feeling fantastic. Now, when I first started eating raw meat, it was definitely a mental adaptation, right? So it, there was, of course, sort of the, the taste texture kind of stuff. But more than that, it was definitely a mental adaptation because it, it was so different than, than what I was used to and so uh, different than what I have sort of grown up throughout the previous 40 years of my life to believe. So it was a little bit of a mental hurdle. But one of the awesome things that has happened to me throughout my life or throughout the last say 15 years or so of starting to improve my diet and test and do all of that kind of stuff with my body is that when I find that something makes me feel really good, 
or when I find that something makes me feel really shitty, my tastes will change. So the foods that I used to eat that I used to think tasted good, like McDonald's, for example, I, I shudder thinking about the things that I used to eat, but the things that I used to think taste, tasted good uh, have absolutely no appeal to me whatsoever and completely gross me out now. On the other hand, things that I used to think didn't taste good, like vegetables, or which again, you know, that's kind of changed as well. But in my earlier years, I definitely wasn't a big fan of those kinds of things. But what happens is as we, as we pay attention to how things make us feel, our tastes will change. And that's definitely happened to me with eating raw meat and organs. The longer that I go feeling good and the better that I feel, the more I'm being feeling drawn to it from a taste perspective, the better it's tasting, uh, the less of a sort of mental hurdle it is. So our, our tastes will adapt, you guys. So if whether it's, you know, whatever change you're thinking about making in your fuel, which is, I think, a better word than diet, um, whatever changes you're thinking about making, if something doesn't taste good to you now, it doesn't mean it's not going to taste good to you forever. Because again, if you, if you will test things and if you listen to how you feel, if you start, if you change the way that you eat and you start feeling dramatically better because of that, you're going to find that those new foods that are making you feel dramatically better, they actually start to taste better because your body, we want to feel good. And so we are naturally drawn to things that make us feel good. And if you're just, if you are mixing in a whole bunch of different foods, including really shitty foods, it's harder to kind of get that effect, right? Because it's kind of, it, it throws off your body's perspective. But if you get more intentional with what you eat and you start to eat things that make you feel better, it will actually take uh, change your taste for those things. And I have absolutely found that to be the case with raw meat. So it's growing on me more and more and more. Um, logistically, a couple of things just to let you guys know how I do it. Um, one of the things that I've never been a fan of since I started this, I shouldn't say never, since I started this, I have not been a fan of um, eating it cold. I think it's kind of, it feels a little unnatural to me. Like if we were, if we were just out, you know, if we were primal humans, uh, you know, thousands of years ago and we were out hunting, we wouldn't have been eating cold meat. We would have been either either eating it warm or sort of room earth temperature as it were, right? So of course there may have been times in the winter when maybe we would store stuff and it would be cold, but eating it cold just feels a little funky to me. I don't really like the taste of it. So I will often allow stuff to come to room temperature in terms of the raw meat. And I, and I just prefer it that way. It just tastes better to me that way. Um, another thing that I do with the raw meat is uh, most of it I will cut up into fairly small pieces. Um, again, that's not necessarily something that I'll do forever, but it's something that has allowed me to kind of ease the transition because if it's cut up in pretty small pieces, um, I don't have to chew it quite as much. So it's not that I'm not chewing it at all, um, but I don't feel like I need to chew it quite as much if it's cut up into smaller pieces. So that's been one thing that's kind of made the transition a little bit easier. And speaking of chewing, again, one of the things that I found is raw meat for me uh, digests way, way easier. 
So even, you know, early on when I really wasn't chewing some of these things very much, I was just kind of getting it down because I wanted to, I wanted to test how it would make me feel. And I didn't want the mental hurdle to get in the way. Right. So I just kind of got it down. And even without chewing a ton, I felt like it digested very, very well. So to sum this up, that's what I've been doing. I don't necessarily recommend that you start eating raw meat. Although if it feels in alignment for you, give it a test, give it a test, right? Um, I would also highly suggest that again, you check out that book, the carnivore code, because it is very much going to give you, uh, in, you know, if you get the audiobook, which I'm a fan of audiobooks, you're committing, it's like six hours long, seven hours long. It's not super long and it will give you a ton of very detailed information on why this kind of makes sense and why plant foods are not as uh, safe and harmless as they are made out to be. So that is what I'm doing. I am eating a raw animal-based diet. I'm feeling fantastic. I'm stronger than I've ever been. My mental, emotional health feels great. I feel super centered and grounded. Uh, I'm, I'm recovering fast. I feel great across the board. So again, I'm definitely going to be continuing this for the foreseeable future. Uh, there are no guarantees for the future and I'm always testing things. So we'll see how life goes, but uh, I'm definitely going to be continuing this for the future. And I think that if this is something that, if it makes sense to you, if this sort of idea of defense compounds in plants and the nutrient density of animal foods and the fact that we've been eating animals primarily for the last two and a half million years, humans spent about 2 million years while well, humans and our evolutionary ancestors um, spent about 2 million years eating a diet of primarily raw meat. See, it was about two and a half million years ago when we, uh, when we created tools that allowed us to start hunting prior to that, uh, our ancestors were primarily scavengers, scavenging rotten meat, scavenging carcasses. And then we developed tools to hunt. And it wasn't until about 2 million years later that we got fire and we started cooking stuff. So for about 2 million years, humans ate primarily and preferentially raw meat. So this is not some new fad. In fact, it's the exact opposite. It is going back to our ancestral roots. So even if you don't have any desire to ever try it raw, I would highly consider, uh, highly recommend that you consider giving this kind of diet a test. And even if you haven't gotten to the point of wanting to give it a test yet, check out that book, look into it more. You can find, you can follow somebody like Paul Saladino or Brian Johnson, who goes by Liver King. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And lots of other, lots of other people out there, um, including just a lot of normal everyday people that I've connected with who are eating this way and feeling fantastic. So if this is something that aligns with you at least a little bit or the idea that does, uh, pursue it, research it more, maybe give it a test, see how you feel. That's the ultimate uh, judge is to test things for yourself and see how you feel. You'll never know unless you give something a test. So whether it's this or anything else, be willing to test things in your body. That's one of the things that has allowed me to improve my health more and more over time is being willing to continually test things. Not every test works out perfectly. 
I've tested things that made me not feel good. That's okay. That's what a test is. You test it and you see how you feel, right? And then you go from there and you'll never know how anything affects you, whether it's, you know, fuel and a way of eating or it's a supplement or it's semen retention or it's getting off of porn or whatever it is. You're never going to know how it really, really affects you until you test it for yourself. So test it for yourself. Be willing to test all the things when it comes to your health. If it feels in alignment, at least a little bit with you from a, uh, you know, from an idea kind of perspective, then be willing to test things. And a lot of times when you do tests, you're going to find, man, I feel amazing. I'm so glad I tested that. Right. So anyway, that's been my experience with raw carnivore. If you have questions, by the way, I know there's probably some things that might be on your mind that I didn't answer. I know a lot of you guys have been kind of curious about that. So if you have questions on your mind that I didn't answer uh, around that, feel free to, uh, you can shoot me a text. You can find the number in the show notes. Uh, or get in touch with me on one of the social media channels. Um, but feel free to reach out to me if you have other questions around that. Send you guys good vibes. Have an amazing rest of your day. Get out there and get after it. Had a good training session today. I've been doing a lot of, uh, I've been I'm mixing it up, doing a lot of kettlebell work. One of the things I've been doing a lot of is a combination of kettlebells and uh, and pulling weighted sleds, which has been, uh, that's something I'll talk about more in the future because that has been, really powerful and so beneficial for my lower body strength and health, the health of my knees and how just stable and strong my entire lower body feels uh, has been fantastic. So I had a really good training session with that today, pulling a heavy sled around, doing some kettlebell action, getting some weighted sled sprints in. You guys have heard me talk about sprints before. I've been doing a lot of weighted sprints with the sled, which has been awesome. So anyway, get out there, get after it, work on building yourself, man, work on building yourself, allow the universe to work its magic when it comes to dating and finding a partner and be willing to test stuff, be willing to test stuff in your life. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you guys. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.